Welcome to the Real Talk, Real Walk podcast with Sean and Rashawn. It's where the counselor talking in the office meets the influencer walking it out on the streets. It is the place where Generation X meets Generation Y, and we bridge the gap between the wisdom of the past and the need to practically walk it out in the present. We do this by helping you uncover the limiting beliefs that have kept you stuck, and then helping you discover what better looks like for you and equipping you with the tools to create it. Need to break the chains that bind you and live the life that inspires you because Real Talk, Real Walk with Sean and Rashawn starts now. Hey, Rashawn, how are you doing this morning, brother? What up, Sean? Man, I'm excited. Let's jump in this thing. We're going to talk about some good stuff. Yeah, today we're going to talk about how to overcome anxiety, the secret to a life well lived. Wow, this is so timely. I know me, I struggle with anxiety on so many different levels at so many different times. So I'm looking forward to even seeing what what happens through this with the content and the excitement. It's going to be good. You know, one of the things our kids just got back last night from church camp. It was the first time we let them go overnight without seeing them at least every other day. And it was hard. We were worried the whole entire week for them. It was tough. It was tough. We prayed for them. We loved on them. And just through our prayers. And I know that a lot of you guys listening out there can relate to this anxiety. If you have kids, if you have a job, if you are even in America today. There's a lot of things that we're pressured to worry about. You know, one of the things I think would be helpful is is if you guys listening would just really sit back and relax. Because we're going to go into some stories and how they relate to anxiety how our anxieties and the way we act betray our beliefs because our actions will always betray our beliefs. And if you haven't listened to the podcast before this, the first one, jump back in and listen to it because I tell the story and I'm going to retell it again just in case you may not have heard it. It's about my son and I when we went to do this rock climbing wall. It's the biggest rock climbing wall we've ever done. And the guy starts the story and he goes into saying, hey guys, I've done this for 20 years and I've all these things I've done and this this carabiner this can hold a bus this rope here this this rope could pull you know the space shuttle or a or a guy out of the ocean and he goes through all these things use a lot of different analogies yeah yeah we've been to lots of rock climbing situations and they all use different ones and he says now now and he goes through all these things and we're thinking in our mind we know we know we know we already know right we've heard this we know we know we know well this one was really tall and when we got up to the very top, my son, you know, is, he's kind of looking at him like, come on, buddy, you can do it. And when we got to the very top, the guy says, all right, now you got to lean back, lean back and let go. And my son froze. Wow. He froze because on the ground, on the ground, he believed the guy and he knew, he knew, he knew. And he was comfortable. He was safe. But when his feet left the ground and he was several stories in the air. He froze because his actions betrayed his belief that he really didn't trust that the carabiner, that the rope, that the belay guy letting him down, he didn't trust them enough to release. And so he froze there. And, you know, in my mind, part of how I conquered that fear, because I had the same fear coming halfway up because it was a really, he climbed the, the smaller one that was easier. And they were both as high, but it was easier. The rocks were closer together. And I climbed the one that was hard. And... I had the same fears, but I thought, I need to show my son courage, so I need to press through these fears. True. (laughs) Well, when he had to lean back and let go, that's when he really needed to employ, you know, put that faith to action that he trusted the mechanisms holding him. That's so funny. That's so cool. Yeah. How many times do we get caught in situations 
where it's just like that. Wow. When we say we trust God when there's no storms, when we say we trust God when our bank account is full of money, or yeah. when our kids are doing great, they're doing great in school, their sports are great, their friends are great. Yeah. But when we face adversity, how do we handle it? Wow. I love how you said he had to let go and lean back. It reminds me of Peter where it says, cast all your cares and anxieties on him. Know that he cares for you. Like, you know, good God, we are able to surrender our everything we have, everything that we are, everything that we're facing. Destructful things are desirable things. Like surrender them to him and just trust that, you know, he cares for us. Like, but when we face fears, it doesn't seem like that, you know? I know. You know, one of the other things that I think that was a great transition to our next thought is how many of you guys out there have kids? Now, if you love your kids, raise your hand. My hand's in there. If you could see the video of this, you would see Rashawn and I raising our hands because we love our kids. Now, how many of you have ever gotten angry at your parents? Raise your hand. Yeah, my hand's in there too. How many of you have ever questioned, do your parents really know what they're talking about? Remember when you were kids, some of you may have to remember a lot longer than others like me. I had to remember decades of when my mom had the authority to determine what I did. Yeah, yeah. And and there were a lot of times for me, I know that I really didn't trust that she knew the best situations for me to be in. I didn't trust that her decisions were right. I questioned the fact that she was on point. And didn't Adam and Eve do the same thing in the Garden of Eden? True. Yeah, that's crazy. And again, I'm going to say this phrase again and again. Our actions betray our beliefs. And and That's a word right there, brother. Do your kids trust you? Every time that you discipline them, do, do they say, Oh, thank you, Father. You have bestowed upon me the pearls of eternal wisdom. And they just get down and they're just thankful and, and encouraged. No. No kid likely ever has had that conversation with their parents. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because from their perspective and from when we were young, our perspective, we did not trust that our parents knew what the best things for us were. We may even have questioned if our parents even love us, depending on the way you were raised. You know, one of the things that I say to my kids often, as in a lot of nights, is I say, what can you do to make me love you less? And they say nothing. What can you do to make me love you more? They say nothing. And I say, because I love you all the way, forever and always, for all time and eternity. Amen. Or some version yeah, of that, Yeah, right? true, true. Buzz Lightyear and Toy Story were big, and they were watching it. Again, it's coming back. Toy Story 4. They would say, I would say, to infinity and beyond, I love you. And one of the things I just got when my daughter for Father's Day got me this book and she had 52 different things about me that she loved and about our relationship. Super amazing gift. Probably one of the best gifts I've ever received. One of them in there is she said that she feels safe or she loved me or she loved about me was that phrase. What can you do to make me love you less? What can you do to make me love you more? Now that that doesn't mean that she didn't say, I know, I know, I know, I know, Dad. That just lets me know that I'm doing things well. Because I've said it so many times, it's wired into her belief system. And I think the same is true of our relationship with others and our kids, is that we need to be really mindful of what we're allowing ourselves to hear, what we're, what we're wiring into our mind over time. What do you think? I believe that's... Definitely the transformation that's happened in my life has been 
definitely from the content that I've been consuming, uh, which is literally the word of God in worship and prayer, like literally allow myself to sort of quiet the world and be in tune with God. That's changed the trajectory, the course of my life over the past five years. And I, I can't help but to thank God. But it goes back, I think, to one of the scriptures in the Proverbs, one of those humble beginning scriptures I was reading, uh, trust in the Lord. Lean not on to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways and he'll make your path straight. See, when I think of myself back when I used to lean on my own understanding, it was like leaning on plywood. But when I think about <laughs> leaning on God, it's like leaning on stone. You know That's what I'm saying? Good, man. So plywood like rotten. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's changed the trajectory and course of my life, knowing that he's a strong foundation that won't ever bend, fold or give out. So versus the whole fragile fickle life i've lived before coming to christ so plywood unsupported snaps easy it's not able to sustain pressure it's not able to yeah wind or water over time the water will corrode it it will become soft stone Mm. stone can be in anything yeah true granite crazy and it's expensive to having your bathroom too <laughs> that's what <laughs> yeah. i recently heard that's from our right. what our buddies ellis, so, yeah, yeah. ellis Stone. <laughs> so think about it though when we get angry at god because he's disciplined us just like we used to get angry at our kids or at our parents and our kids get angry at us it creates this distance and then the enemy is able to move into that distance and wire in all this you know they don't care for you they don't know what's best and that that starts to fracture our relationship and with that fracture comes a mistrust and when we don't trust somebody we're certainly not going to take their counsel and we're not going to go out on a limb or jump off a cliff or do something that requires faith and so we need to be aware just like with our own kids when they get angry at us they're not typically receptive to what we're about to say now most parents present company included are tempted and have even lectured while our kids are angry at us which they don't listen you know they don't listen they're not available their body language is really clear their eyes are rolling they may be looking down looking away their lip may be really you know one or two feet out from their face because they're just puffed up and mad and that just creates space and pushes away the relationship and I know a lot of people can relate to that. Yes, I definitely, definitely can relate to that. And I just think if we take it more from the stance of our Heavenly Father and us being children of God, I think there's instances and times where our hearts can go cold towards God because of, you know, you know, just we grow in our pride. There's things that are quieting his voice. And, you know, we can tend to do that as well. Not want to be receptive to God, not be dependent upon God, but sort of go our own way. Uh, and I just think about it in that sense as well, the way you were explaining that, because it can be so real in our, our lives, like our spiritual lives as well. Well, we're finite. We have a limited understanding. We have a time and space in which we live. God is infinite and eternal. And he's not limited by time, by space, by just a capacity to remember or think through. Like he knows the past, the present, the future. It all happens simultaneously in the eternal world that God lives in. So I think that just like with us and our children, because the parallels are so beautiful, we have been living longer than them. My daughter's 12. My son's 11. My daughter will be 13 this year. And they really, as they get older, strikingly, begin to think they know more than me. 
And so one time we sat down on the carpet and we had these, these domino looking sticks. And we talked about, hey, this is how many years you've been alive. And so my daughter had 12. My son had 11. And it says, so when you make decisions, when you think about things that you get angry about, when you worry, when you decide if something's good or not, you're making it from this many. And then I said, now, mommy is this many. And it was like, you know, it was, you know, a lot more than theirs. Got it. Yeah. And then mine was in the 40s. Wow. So yours was the most. Who would you listen to? (laughs) Who has the most years of experience, years of understanding, years of getting to know God and having good and bad outcomes by the decisions they made? And it really just put on the paper or put on the carpet the reality of you would be foolish like proverbs talks about the fool doesn't listen the fool this the fool that but the wise listens to counsel the wise listen and it goes on to this person has all this experience and i think we get so caught up about worrying that we're missing out on something that god may not know what's best for us like adam and eve did yeah like uh, for sure abraham did he thought he might have been missing out on a kid so he had sex with his you know his hand his wife's handmaiden you know, Hagar, instead of just trusting the Lord that God was going to provide a child and heir through Sarah, he went with the handmaiden and settled because he didn't know, he wasn't sure that God was going to provide. Now, let's not think or be under the condemnation that we don't all struggle with this because we all yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. We all have to make these decisions. Jesus even, he had a point where he came to and he said, Lord, if there's any way, take this cross from me. But if but not my will, but thy will be done. And so he acknowledged the struggle that we all have, but then he validated the faithfulness of God through his actions because our actions betray our beliefs. Amen. That's it. Come on now. That's a good word right there. So think about why this is so important in your life. Why is it so important? Because when we say, I know, I know to God, when he says he loves us, when we read the Bible, we say, oh, I know for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's who, whomsoever should believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Well, when we say, I know to, I know God loves me. I know God is love. I know First John says, perfect love drives out fear. Well, then we dismiss the power of God because of familiarity. Familiarity can breed discontent. Familiarity can lull you to sleep. But if we go to that First John, what is it? First John 4, 7, 4, 7 and 8. First John 4, 7 and 8 says, Dear friends, let us love one another because love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. And whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. And so the more that we allow the truths of Scripture and the words that God said to penetrate our hearts and we refuse to be prideful and say, I know, I know, I know. Just like my son and I, who got caught on the very top of this feeling like a skyscraper rock Crazy. wall. Yeah. And we were paralyzed, and he was paralyzed a little bit longer than me. We get caught. We can push out. Because, you know, when, you, when you're released down from the height, you have to push out and let go of all that you're holding on to. True. To go back down. It's crazy. Like, literally, you have to That's... push out from the wall far, or you're going to jam up your legs, you're going to hit your knees. It's how you get down. Yeah. And wow. the same is true of our walk with God. This is how we start to get free, is we put in the Word of God, we put in the truths of God, and if we feel like they're familiar, we say, Lord, move us past the familiarity until we can have the intimate understanding that this Word is for my life. That's really good. That's a word right there, Sean. Preach!
Yeah, it's so good. Man, so if any of you are listening right now, I just wanted to speak this over you as well. As Sean was speaking about breaking you free, God wants you to be free from worry today. And Jesus said, come unto me, all who are weary and laden, and I will give you rest. But to enter his rest, you must cut off the stress, the source of your own power, your own belief, and rest and assurance that God is able and he's faithful to see you through. Amen, brother. That's a great Amen. one. And in our next podcast, we're going to jump into two things that mark somebody who lives a life of faith that is that is overcoming and moving forward through anxiety. Because I don't think there's a way to avoid anxiety this side of heaven. Because it's through the bridge of faith that we connect to God. It's not because we could go reach a person in the name of Jesus Christ that's, that is walking with us, that has long hair, good skin, big muscles. We, we yeah. don't have that right now. We don't, we yeah. don't have that availability. Yeah. And we looked at even if we did, most even, of the world chose to reject him. The dis- even the disciples. Few, <laughs> only a few chose to come back. And wow. So good. It's just so true. So, guys, we just are so thankful that you've listened. We pray that you put these truths into practice and really resonate in your own life. That God wants to meet you right where you're at. Yeah. And wow. we really value as well. If you can share this message with people that need it, this is why we do it. And if you can rate and review us, that helps get the word out that God can change your life through good choices, through rewiring your brain, through talking to others, through putting scripture in, through practical steps to make great decisions, and then you have a great life as the outcome. Amen. Amen. So this this may or may not have been enough. If it's not been enough, we have a team of counselors at New Vision Counseling Consulting that would love to talk to you about how to bridge the gap. That's true. We help you discover what better looks like for you and then equip you with the tools to create it. We do that through cutting-edge biblical principles married to the Bible and Scripture, and we help you apply these truths to your life in a practical way. That's it. That literally Come on now. Come changes on. your life. Woo! I bet y'all ready. I better call. Did you? Newvisioncounseling.org. Live. Live in or. Live. You got two, live. though. Yeah, live, live is the big one. Live. Make sure you got to live. Live. Org is not alive. Go to live so you can live. Nah, Amen. come on That's now. Right. <laughs> live. You can find both. Live is the one we're going for it with. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see you guys that. soon. Well, hey, God bless. And also, just have this prayer. Just linger and meditate on this. Lord, help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, God bless, and we will see you again really soon. Peace.